0: Hello there and welcome back to the chat shit Get Fit, the fitness news where we unpack the week's biggest news in health and fitness. I'm Bill and as always I'm joined by Tom.
1: Cheese to meet you. What? Cheese to meet you. Oh fucking hell right anyway.
0: (laughs) This week we're going to take a closer look at the topic of deloads, so not cheese. uh, We're going to be looking at what a deload is, do we need them, should you be doing them, and what does the literature say? So, well, in terms of scientific literature, we've got a new paper on this, which we believe is to be the first controlled trial on deloads um, in a more common sort of application that you would do out in the out in the world. You know, your normal deloads to basically taking a week off um, during a block. So, if you did like a four week block of training, you might have a week in the middle where you do I don't know, not very much.
1: I mean, how do you pronounce it? Do you pronounce it as deload or
0: deload? Deload. That's a good point, actually, isn't it? Because mm. American, and it, American and sort of British English is very different, isn't it, in terms of how you pronounce things like that.
1: I mean, this is actually something I do to passively gaslight people sometimes. <laughs> I'll mispronounce things wrong, but not blatantly obviously wrong. Just enough to make them pick it up and go, hang a minute. What's he saying? Deload. Well, it's weird,
0: isn't it? Because if we say the word defence, we don't say defence, we say defence.
1: Well, how many times have we spoke about you know cre- creatine or creatine? Yeah, you know I think that's ambiguous. Ain't really, it? we should be pronouncing that loads, not deloads. Deload. But this is what I've started doing. It's same with barbells. So instead of saying barbells, I'll say barbells. What barbells? <laughs> barbell training.
0: Barbell, baby bell.
1: Yeah, not the cheese.
0: Which makes sense if we go full circle, it goes back to your intro about the cheese. Cheese. Or
1: if you just throw an extra bar in front of it, so you go bar barbell. And just, just, just watch their reactions, and just be completely deadpan about it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's actually a very passive way to assert dominance to on oh, is really and make them realise: "Honey, did they just say that, or, or am I imagining it?"
0: We've gone off track very quickly there. Um, we we will talk about, about gonna, the loads. we will talk about the loads or deloads. Um, that's what we're going to talk about this week, and that's it. So yeah, with all that being said, let's get into this week's the fitness news. <laughs> So, Tom, welcome back to another episode of Chatsure Get Fit, the fitness news, and welcome to all of you listening. We're going to start this episode by establishing what a deload or deload actually is, because I'm sure a lot of you do know what it is, but there might be some of you who don't know what it is. So, Tom, tell me, what do you think a deload is?
1: Ah, uh, well, I'm going to give you the long answer. Um, just because, like, this, this study that we're going to kind of talk about, it might not fit someone's usual narrative of what they class as a deload. Mm. But to me, a deload is basically it's when you take a break from training, or when you reduce some form of volume or intensity in your current training. So you do something to basically it, it might make make it easier in a sense that you're purposely lowering the RPE of it, but you might simply be well reducing the intensity or yeah reducing the volume. So it could be you're doing less weight in a training session or for a week. Or it could be that you're doing less sets or you're doing less reps. If you're running, it could be that you're shaving off a couple of miles. So yeah, or it could just be you're taking the week off. Yeah, I mean, I
0: can't really, (laughs) there's nothing really more to add on to that. Basically, it's a break from training, isn't it, where the intensity is different from your usual intensity. If you're on a certain intensity path, by changing that for a week, that would I class as a deload.
1: Yeah, so just reducing your training load, basically. There's a whole manner of ways you can do it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of ways you can do it, and the question you might be asking now, you know, why do people do it? Is in terms of why do coaches prescribe it as a as a, as a thing in your training? Um, yeah. Well, normally they they normally tend to do it because they feel like it facilitates some sort of you know physical and mental regeneration, if I make it sound fancy, um, and because the idea is that it, you should be able to enable your athletes to perform subsequently after that deload um, better. Right. And another reason they might add on to that is it's supposed to keep athletes healthy, uh, prevent injury, burnout. Um, and the, the one that normally gets thrown around, which is the one we're going to come onto more specifically in terms of the study, is facilitating ad- adaptation. Yeah, or recovery. So, yeah, so that they do it because they feel like, well, if I give them this deload, their gains afterwards are going to be superior, which, yeah. as we look at the data, might not be the case. But there are other reasons why you might do it, data aside, as I said basically allowing you to rest physically and mentally Mm. um but that's why coaches normally tend to throw it in um if we look at some polls tom which were they weren't as exciting as in previous weeks unfortunately (laughs) (coughs) um the question was do you have a deload week in your training what do you think the results were tom
1: Oh, once again, I've got to be really pretentious here and like string it out and just giving you like a, a simple <laughs> answer. Right. But it depends on what people, how they're kind of reading into the question. Like, are they assuming, you know, are, are they assuming, oh, hang on a minute, do I have a deload week programmed into the training mm. before I even feel like I actually need it? Or is it a simple case of they're, they're seeing the question as, oh, do I actually take deload weeks? Well, it
0: depends on what the, it on what the definition of a deload is as well
1: yeah that as well that's, that's a big, that's that's a big well. part of it yeah. so what would you think now, so they like- might be seeing it as oh does my coach or in my own training do i have a deload week yeah like predetermined is it already kind of programmed in there or is it just a case of are you reading it as do i take deload weeks in which case oh, yeah. oh fuck it i'm just going to string it all together and say yeah the majority of people probably said yes
0: um yep uh no sorry my bad Hang on, no, uh, mate, mm. I've Lost the fucking poll. <laughs> great start. <laughs> Hold on. That is a great start. You reckon the majority of people said yes? That they no, do yes, take yes, D loads. Seventy-five no. percent of people said no. Oh,
1: okay. Really? Wow. But no one. But We're then when we asked
0: why, um, no one, no one wanted to get in touch with why. Which makes me think that it's quite common. Actually, people, people know about D loads. They normally know what it is, but they're normally like if you ask someone why do you take a D load, there's not really. Then it's a very simple answer of, oh, I'll have to have a rest. It was like, well, what are you basing this on?
1: Oh, they might they might actually be deloading and yeah, not exactly. realise that they're yeah, doing like a deload. A, yeah, you know, they, they feel
0: beat <laughs> up that week and they feel particularly sore or, I don't know, as I said, beat up. If they then take it easy that week, they might not yeah. realise but that, that is actually a deload.
1: Yeah, exactly. If you've reduced your training somehow, whether it be sets, reps, volume or fucking intensity, then you've deloaded. Did we get anything? Oh, actually... <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> this is completely off
0: topic, but uh, one of the listeners of the show, Jane, she likes to send in words, um, like special sort of like word combinations. She sent in new word combo. So I thought this is worth a, worth a mention. And the word is, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, wank spunkerborg, spunkerborg, wank,
1: sp- wank spunkerborg or borg. Yeah, like wank cyborg. Spunkaborg. Hang on. Let me, it could be in the near future. The wank cyborg. We've already got sex robots. So why not a wank cyborg, like a Robocop. R- Robocop, There you go.
0: Oh, this is this is reference to um, <laughs> this is reference to Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh god, that's, a bit that's of even a more that's even more funny now, isn't it? wank Spunkerborg because he is a bit of a son. That's going back into yeah. So Mark Zuckerberg is now yeah. wank Spunkerborg. That's a great word. You <laughs> absolute wank Zuckerberg. <laughs> well, fair on. Well, he's he's human. Human, um but yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Wank, wanking ball, bo- <laughs> wanking cyborgs aside, let's uh let's move on to the data because the polls weren't as exciting. So, guys, please start getting stuck in more because that was that was devastating.
1: This is where I get whiplash looking at my five <laughs> monitors. Spinning yeah, my data is very
0: big, so let's talk through the data. This data to actually what is the title? I haven't got, got the title. Let me let me read the title, guys. That's very important. Oh, okay, stop not very. <laughs> the title was just as exciting as the polls, gaining more from doing less. That's, that's quite a good little title. Yeah, it's a good, it's a great title. It's not very exciting, yeah. is it? Compared to some of the. I really like
1: It almost sounds like it could just be an article on men's health. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's pretty. Pretty.
0: Shit, <laughs> uh, oh God. Right. Um, so, boring title aside. The data then trained men and women were assigned to a continuous nine-week training group or a deload group, which took the fifth week off from training. Uh, the authors recruited men twenty-nine and women ten between the ages of te- uh, eighteen to forty, with at least a year of regular resistance training experience. That's very important. They had at least a year of training in the gym, basically, well, which is, is, is very important. Mm. Um, as I said, you know, as I, as I mentioned there. Because they were trained, it makes it makes this day to even more sort of pertinent because it's important. That's mm. how people normally train. People who would train normally, they would take a week off from training. Um, and that's kind of what people normally do.
1: Joe, what, though? The exercise selection, I thought, was a little bit odd when it came to – so they, they split into sessions of lower body and upper body, right? Yeah. So the upper body was quite standard. Shoulder press, lat pull down, chest press, bicep curl, tricep push down, which, you know, it's not bad, is it? That's like a pretty – standard upper body session isn't it but the lower body one was a smith machine squat leg extension straight knee calf raise followed by a bent knee calf raise but not much kind of like hinging or like hamstring or glute dominant kind of movements well minus the squat but i thought it was weird that they threw in two different kinds of calf raises but didn't really throw in any kind of like posterior chain like you know hamstring like Romanian deadlifts or deadlifts when anything like that i thought that was quite odd Fucking idiots. This could have made or break. This could have made or braid. Made or braid? Made or blah, braid. Blah, blah. braid make hey, you braid or it. break. Wait, break or make? Does this even go well? It could have made or braid. break the study? Yeah, make made or break. Or break the make or or
0: braid. It's a term. <laughs> <laughs> made or break.
1: Jesus Christ. I've just fucking mashed my brain in trying to say that. Do you need a deload, mate?
0: Cognitive <laughs> deload.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you deload your brain? Can you just like, you know, like walk Disney, just go cryogenically freeze yourself for a 50 years. Um, <laughs> anyway 50 year deload
0: whilst else we got on it so yeah so all of that obviously there's a Tom mentioned there's a few limitations in terms of the the, the movements but apart from that there is you know it's quite a good sort of pool of uh, participants and uh, context yeah. um, the results which is interesting while we talk about it is that muscle size power and muscular endurance increased to similar similar magnitudes in both groups however, the delo group experienced smaller increases in dynamic and isometric strength and greater muscle soreness than the continuous group however it's important to know that wasn't significant um yeah. so it's not really that important it's obviously we mentioned it was in the data but it, it wasn't significant
1: none of the growth was significant really no was it? Ba-
0: basically i mean obviously if you look at the details you'll see like differences in between the two groups but Basic. I mean, if we we look at it too, we can look at it a negative way or a positive way. If we, if we were to be like a negative Nelly on this, you could say a deload is a complete waste of time um, because of obviously what, what I just said. But if you're being positive, you basically, what it's trying to say is that you could take a week off from training to have a deload yeah. and you would not really lose anything, which echoes ah. our previous conversations on this of how you can take time off and you don't really tend to lose anything significant.
1: Just to quickly rewind a little bit, um, but kind of like what I was saying at the beginning of this uh, episode was that the deload in this, they class the deload as basically not training. Yeah, cessation of training. Yeah, so just mm. taking the week off completely. Yeah, And for a lot of people, that might not be what their idea of a deload is. Mm-hmm. But for the purpose of the study, yeah, it was just a week off training. Yeah, But yeah, exactly what you said, like um, it kind of does go hand in hand with the idea that, look – missing out in in regards to muscle growth you know like hypertrophy etc missing out in the gym for a week isn't going to have any dramatic negative effects
0: i mean the the thing as i said to get back to the negative point about saying a deload is a waste of time i think it's important to talk about this like from our own our own sort of opinion tom is that deloads a lot of people swear by them They say you must have in in every context yeah in every training block you must have you must have a deload however my opinion on it is, is it should be dynamic. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Deloads should come in kind of when you need them. Like if you feel like, for example, I don't know, you've been training for 10 weeks on a block solid, but on the 11th week, you're like, you know what? I feel fucking exhausted. I feel super sore this week. If you then decide to take a deload, that would probably be sensible to strip it right back. Maybe not do anything at all or bring it right back in terms of volume. Yeah. But I don't think you have to have it penciled in every fifth week or every fourth week. It doesn't have to be like a rigid fucking...
1: Right, exactly that. So it's very common. It's very common for yeah, programs, common. Uh, well-known programs. Just have a deload at some point. From your Fixed point in time. PT. Yeah, it's almost like it's a religion where, you know, oh, every fourth week will be a deload. So you train for week one, train for week two, train for week three, and no matter what, deload on the fourth week. Now, that might not sound necessarily like a bad thing, but when you consider, like, well, how many fourth weeks there's going to be in a year, how much of that are you actually spending – deloading and cutting yourself short Mm. now the thing is like humans aren't all built from a standard template we all react differently to training so if you're reacting really well to training there's been an increased intensity you're actually reacting really well to it you're getting stronger the rpe is relatively stable as well then just keep staying steady just keep going on the tracks keep up with that maintain that you don't have to then say you know you don't have to keep on cutting yourself short for no reason other than that it's tradition to have a deload on the fourth week. Yeah, I think uh, when it comes to a lot of personal trainers, a lot of this comes down to, once again, like the outdated information and the coursework you used to get where it was like, Mm. oh, design a four-week training program for someone. that's it. And where you Mm. kind of learn about the cycles of training where you get like a a mesocycle, which Mm -hmm. could last like to – usually it's roughly like a month. Mm. So it's like, okay, if I'm training someone for a month, I've got to have that deload at the end just to change things up a little bit. That's what's expected of me. But no, if training is going well, why would you? Why would you press on the brakes?
0: Yeah, exactly. If you're if you're progressing every week and you're seeing good gains and you're feeling recovering well and you're feeling pretty good, why? Yes, yeah, as Tom said, why would you then decide to <coughs> stop
1: and bring it all back down again? But at the same time, that isn't to say that DOs are completely useless. As you said, they need to be dynamic, and this is why it's important you're in contact with your coach and you're actually communicating. This is what I think the problem with this this paper is, is
0: that you get some parts of the industry which will look at this and go, oh, DDoS are a complete fucking waste of time, don't bother taking them, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I can can see why you'd say that. But as we we said, there's not even just a physical um, requirements for recovery. Sometimes training can be quite um, overwhelming in terms of like cognitive stress. Having to focus yeah. on your training, focus on your nutrition, focus on your recovery. Sometimes it's nice to think, you know what? I haven't got to go to the gym today. I, haven't got, I can just chill out for this week and just relax. That can give you a bit of a reset. So it's not always yeah. just the physical, the physical side of it. Um, there's also that sort of mental side as well, which you might want to take a break from.
1: Yeah, exactly that. Or even like if you're feeling like a bit under the weather, etc. <laughs> yeah, like home <laughs> gym. So you're not yeah. going to a public gym, but you're training at home, and you still want to kind of train, etc. So okay, maybe that will be an opportunity to take a deload.
0: There's lots of context, basically, isn't there, and why you would. I mean, if I was to sort of echo what we said earlier, in terms of deloads, I, well, should I should say echo, if I go forward into kind of what I think about the data, I think that we need more on v- sort of a varied approach to deloads because I think deloads is yeah. not like one. There's not one set way of having a deload. Like this paper, for example, looked at cessation of training, but we said you could do it so you shoot your volume back, so bringing the weights yeah. right down, going less days a week. There's lots of variations to how it's you can do a, a, a deload. Single I set think. off. So I feel like this pay data going forward needs to look at different variations so we can kind of see how we can apply it for different demographics, how it works for different people, because stopping training for a week is quite an extreme deload, I'd say. Most people don't. Even though this paper they're saying is yeah. quite relevant to how people normally deload, I would argue that most people don't completely stop for a week. They normally bring it down yeah. to like, I don't know, 60% of their weights for a week that would be a deload normally
1: was this um i think this paper was actually was it posted on social media at some point and i imagine that
0: no well, brad, brad probably shared, didn't he big brad big Brad's because
1: i think us, us it might be in a completely separate thing but talking about the same issue because i remember seeing in the comments because sometimes i like to see what the normies are thinking you know just to stay in touch with reality but I saw a lot of people defending like this whole idea of always taking a fourth week deload. And one of the people beneath was kind of saying like, Oh, I do so that I stay injury free, et cetera. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why people consistently feel they have to deload because if they keep going above and beyond, then eventually they're going to snap. And it's like, well, if you're adapting well to it and you're still working within your RPE parameters, you're not doing too much too soon. Then why would you assume that's going to injure you? But I mean, once again, like, yeah, this isn't to say loads are useless. Uh, going back to like you said, though, like, with a study, it would be interesting to see like different variations of what they'd consider to be a deload. So yeah, the training intensity could say the same, but what if we actually, by the fifth week, what about if we took a set, single set off?
0: Yeah, so exactly. A, instead of yeah. having
1: them performing, okay, let me go back to their exercises. Blah, 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 blah. So let's just say on one of the days where they was performing five sets of the Smith Machine squat okay, what about if we had them doing one day of three sets hmm. on the fifth week, you know? So instead of doing uh, five sets of everything, what about if we just reduced it down to three sets for the deload, but they're still yeah. doing the same weight, etc.? Yeah. you know? See how much of a dramatic difference it would make then. But just going back to uh, an earlier point I made, and that is like this is why you need to make sure that you are in communication with your, your coach. coach or that yeah. you're doing some form of check-in. It's no good just being given a program for a month and saying, oh, here you go, crack on, off you go, because life isn't linear. Things can get in the way that can affect your recovery. So when I'm doing my online program, if I can see that, yeah, the RP is normal, you know, and that they're either staying at the same weights or the weight is actually going up, I'm just going to keep them going. You know if we've hit the ground running keep them going I mean, if eventually i see through their checking forms that they're starting to feel really fatigued or they're starting to feel a bit rough you know or the rp is starting to creep up really high there's other like red flags which shows that they're not recovering as well okay guess what now i'll program a deload dynamically just as you said
0: i think that's the big takeaway from this episode guys is that this data is obviously quite important it shows there's no real difference so yes you could argue you don't need to have a strict deload cycle, but I still recommend being, you know, having one maybe in there dynamically. You know, even it doesn't have to be very often, but maybe there's one week in the whole year,
1: you know, I think, oh, fucking, hell, I feel fucked. Take a week Do off. Do you know what? It ain't even got to be a thing where it's like, oh, you know, we have that one bad session, and you think, oh, no, shit, it's time for deload. You know, because sometimes we just have off days, don't we? It was like, oh shit, my nan's died. Okay, oh fucking hell right training shit this day. That come from? But you know, once you've you know manned <laughs> up do and you done your grieving, two days later training might be great again. When you realise that you're in the wheel and you're getting a good inheritance, suddenly your performance might change. <laughs> you're shoot. buzzing. Yeah. You're like, oh, fucking <laughs> here we yeah. go, pre workouts yeah, yeah. on grandma. You know. But um <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I don't know how I got to that, but yeah. No, even you know. But uh, no, let's just say like a full week goes by and it's like, nah, I've had three training sessions this week and it's just been really fucking rough. Okay, now I'll do my deload because clearly throughout a full week, something's going on here. It can even be reducing your training frequency as well. So it could be like you're reducing your days of training. And you know what? Sometimes the funny funny thing has happened where with some of my clients, like they've been doing lots of frequency, which I've kind of advised against, you know, and then all of a sudden they reduce it down to just three training days. And so they feel like, fuck, actually, they've felt like they've actually been able to recover from that stress and adapt. They actually feel better by reducing their training.
0: Guys, if you want more advice, obviously, on D-Loads, you know where to go, show notes, you can get in touch. But also you can find on the show notes, which is very, very important, is Patreon. Mm. 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 Very nice. Oh, yeah. Tom looks very, very nice. excited. Yeah. The Wonga. The what the one go, yeah, the the one go. If you the want trust extra stuff fund. from us. The trust fund, yeah. The pension slash. You pay for us to keep the podcast going, really, in some some respects.
1: Um mm. you pay for us to get hold of all these studies, uh, whether it be legally or illegally. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like- <laughs> so technically like you're a part of a syndicate, you know, for crime. Mm. you're supporting
0: exactly. piracy absolutely and of course we've well, got to thank you we've got to thank the biggest funders of the piracy and that's our producers Jenny and yeah. <laughs> The,
1: the they're like the Sopranos the yeah, you, you're the like tier, the top you know. top
0: dogs you are the it's actually quite scary how much power you have
1: like the John Gotties. yeah, yeah
0: that's it yeah For those guys thank you very much patrons um, if you want to help us fund the legal activities which is this podcast apparently um, check out the show notes and sign up to the Patreon and if you've got time after that Maybe you can leave a rating and a review on your podcast app. Would be very lovely,
1: and you too can become complicit
0: in piracy. Fantastic! Right, um, I'm to shoot, mate. I need to go to Sainsbury's still.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can go and uh, I'm gonna see if I can go and find a copy of Oppenheimer. It's good for my. You should go watch it in cinema, mate. I, I would, I would, but uh, no one wants to go fucking see it with me. I want to watch. I want to watch it on my own, mate. Hang on a minute. I just walked over and sat down. You know, there's a really good website you can use for all your illegal viewings. I'm not damn advising anyone watch films like this. Like I was doing oh this my for God. educational reasons. Where else? Have, where else have you found for educational reasons? <laughs> have they got a good quality of Barbie on it? They have got. a mate, good actually of like Barbie good on quality it. as well. Mate, I'd pff, why go to the cinema when you can watch it on a Too tiny fair, little mate. screen? Same The cinema near me. Time. The
0: cinema near me is five pound a ticket.
1: Oh, fucking hell. I've got
0: London prices. Yeah, you're you're getting ripped off, so I kind of feel like, well, it's not that bad, really.
1: Oh, hang on. Here we go. Barbie. Barbie's great. Have you not seen it yet?
0: Oh. Watch that now. Fuck up or, Barbie's fuck even open
1: better. <laughs> I might leave open high tonight. Yeah,
0: get fucking Barbie
1: on now. Although, Ryan from on. what I've heard, I don't know what one is supposed to be a lot darker, Barbie or open No, nah, Ryan, mate. Get Ryan on there. Joe, you know what? Since I'll be going to bed later, I'll put on Barbie just so I can have Ryan in my head when I go to sleep. Ryan yeah, Literally me, you know
0: he is literally I saw that thing thought, hang on where is it seem to what I do. is it actually him sinning this is Ken
1: no it's a banger this mate know, what? Oh, I, I had had good explain, Driving what why is any good Ken so polite.
0: wait for it of course
1: tonight. i really
0: want that fucking hoodie, mate, but it's fucking sold out. Why oh, the chat box?
1: There you go, mate. Enjoy that. I'm going to shoot off whilst you look at that. have got shirts as <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, phone case. Li- oh, wow. Yeah, look at those. It's a phone case oh, as Kenta, well. Kenta Sandman. Kenta Sandman.
0: Mate, they've gone fucking rogue with all these t shirts, haven't they?
1: Pantera. this bullshit.
0: Where? Oh, fuck. Where's that? There's a Pantera one. Pantera, I am broken. How far? <laughs> I'm broken. I'm broken. I saw a
1: couple Sons buy them as well. You seen it? Pantera, uh... I'm broken. Oh, oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> you need to buy that's that. a right. bit of me, that is. Yeah. That is a bit of me. I
0: think that's it, really, Tom. You got anything else to say? Got anything else you want to add, mate? It's quite a short one, but I think we'll leave it there. I think, don't want to keep flogging it.
1: No, I'm still bummed that they didn't include some form of deadlift in this, but other than that, uh, no, I think we summed it up pretty nice. D loads can be useful, depending what your class is a D load. Um, but yeah, use them dynamically. Don't just think that you have to. You know, it's like saying. I'm going to go on like a really long car journey, mm. you know, and I'm going to stop when I get to this many miles to go and have a sit down. It's like, why don't you just drive and then when you start feeling like you need to have a little break, take your break then. That's it. Well, oh, fucking know. You mean. know.
0: Wow. That's a really good way but to end it.
1: saying that. I don't think it's a good analogy because there's a certain service station I always like to stop at. <laughs> so ignore that analogy. That's your deload. And if you ever are going up, uh, you know, the A40, you know, that that Leicestershire stop off is a great
0: (laughs) service station bombshell (laughs) it's been a pleasure as always and we will see you next week same time same place for some more the fitness news see you soon see you soon